and welcome to Unwind Financial, where we talk about all things health and wealth. To, to educate, educate, inspire, and, and liberate. <laughs> My name is John Savage. My name is Leah Savage. My beautiful wife, her beautiful rosy cheeks. <laughs> so today we're going to talk just a little bit about ourselves and just who we are, our background, uh, just mm-hmm. so you can know more about us personally. Yeah. And um, what has motivated us to do these podcasts, why we do them. You can hear our heart a little bit. Sweetie? Yes. So... John is going to go first and share with us his uh, educational background. Baby. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so my background is business administration, uh, liberal arts degree from Lenoran University in Hickory, North Carolina. Wonderful school, uh, wonderful business community. Uh, saw a lot of things there while I was there. I had actually transferred from Norfolk State University. I was initially a biology major, but anyway, I transferred and ended up becoming a business major at some Mm -hmm. point when everybody kept asking about, hey, you're selling stuff all the time. Are you a business major? Mm -hmm. And I was not. Um, But I I think actually that was something that kind of hit my spirit when I was about 18. I was doing some different things of Kirby vacuum cleaner and Mm -hmm. Amway and Equinox with my father. And then actually we had something that was growing successfully a business together, um, selling items, clothing to professors and tennis players and business owners that I worked with and people in the military base. But anyway, um, with all that over time, I ended up uh, switching my major to business and um, great experience. I learned a lot, had my mistakes with just how I should take my classes, (laughs) Um, dealing with task anxiety and things like that, but also the the reality of finances when it comes to college. Mm -hmm. Um, I had um, started learning, hey, maybe if I switch, because these professors are the same ones that also teach at the community college, and I'll save a ton of money. Guess what? When you have over 100 credit hours, forget it. (laughs) So um, that wasn't going to work unless I was pretty much going to start over most of my courses. And so I had to tread through, but um, I I learned um, from that experience to better help my kids (laughs) and things for them to consider as far as what direction they're going to go and continue in their education after um, high school. Um, I have a business license. I'm a notary commission, uh, commission notary in the state of California. Mm-hmm. I've worked with attorneys and I love working with attorneys. Um, and continue to look at growing that side of business. And then I have, um, license in life and health and property and casualty insurance. Mm-hmm. That's been a very interesting journey for me because I like sales, but, um, I like more of the consultative mm-hmm. approach when it comes to insurance and helping people deal with their finances and understanding their insurance and what they really need. Um, I realize I don't like to just go in and just, okay, sell, bring the next person in. Um, but yeah, so with the insurance thing, and the reason I got into insurance initially was because, um, and it was shortly after college, I actually worked with a temp agency, a couple of temp agencies and worked with a couple of healthcare companies. One is a uh, pretty large now. And then another one is also, um, was bought out, but I actually was associate negotiator with the company, mm-hmm. uh, third party administrator, uh, PPO plans. And it was actually a really good experience, um, out of college, a lot to learn. Cause I had no experience in that area. Mm-hmm. Someone saw my resume. They actually walked by me and said, Hey, do you have a resume? And I was like, huh? They was like, do you have a resume? I was like, yeah. And they said, okay, I need it. And that was it. And they said, we get back to me later. Mm-hmm. And that was the beginning of my insurance uh, industry journey. Um, mm-hmm. it, like continuing on anyway, but after layoff, 
um, end up getting into the insurance industry. And there's a lot to learn. Um, and also with my personality, I was told one time, and I appreciate where the business owners come from. He said, John, this is not a charity. You can help people later. But my heart is, but it was like making money now, but my heart is, I make money in the process of helping people. Mm. And I had to accept that. And I struggled with it for a long time, being in and out of insurance, doing different things independently, as well with um, different companies. <laughs> and, and one you guys know of is pretty big, but um, all the experiences were actually great and insightful yeah. because it also taught me not just about the industry, about how people run their businesses and how they interact with people, but also about myself and learning more about and growing personally as far as what my strengths were and my weaknesses are. And that's important when you're Mm -hmm. dealing with finances and when you're dealing with business and you're dealing with relationships. Um, It's hugely important. Yeah, it's good to really know who you are. Mm -hmm. And discovering who you are because we have so many gifts and talents and abilities when you don't initially recognize those, um, it can be very conflicting, which when I look back over time when I was younger, I can see some of that and why I had some conflict in areas in school mm-hmm. uh, and things I dealt with, the test anxiety, major test anxiety and things like that. So I've come a long way yeah. by the grace of God, but no one really saw that in me. They just saw kind of the fruit of the problem, but they didn't understand the root and they didn't understand about giftedness. And, um, you know, kids are in a DMS survey when it comes to psychology and analyzing and psychoanalyzing people. There's a place for those things. But um, our giftedness and how we deal with money is um, is hugely important to understand. And that's why it's important for spouses to be in tune with that, even mm-hmm. dealing with children, dealing with families. Yes, it's been a beautiful journey. Um, I just a little bit about myself. I. I'm a graduate of Stanford University, have a BA in Comparative Studies in Race and Ethnicity. Sounds so eloquent. (laughs) And my passion, you know, vocationally is education. So I work for Continuation High School online, um, ninth through 12th graders, and I work with families in crisis, homeless families and families needing social emotional support. And so I've gone through a lot of trauma-informed care and trauma training um, just really helping connect families to resources. And John and I are this beautiful mix because he's a connector and I'm a connector. And our heart is truly to see people connected to resources and to people mm. and to find wholeness and to find wellness and to be healed and restored, mm. um, especially financially. Mm. So we have a nonprofit called Living Well Community Foundation. And everything we do, our heartbeat is love, love for people, um, love for one another, love for our children. We want to see families just well, thriving from the inside out. Mm. And, you know, going through different seasons financially, the pain has given birth to purpose. And that is why we're doing this podcast, because we want to share what helped us through you know, lean seasons. We want to share what helped us through abundant seasons. Mm-hmm. We want to share um, what's kept us close, what's what's enabled us to stay unified and bonded together as one through all of the different seasons. Mm-hmm. And that is why we're doing Unwind Financial. And that is who we are. And the unwind, and that's good, sweetie. And the unwind stands for really just kind of a reversal, undoing of... Yes the mess financially undoing of the trauma because there's a lot of trauma tied to money i as a financial coach financial health counselor certified as well i i 
work with people across the country, real similar capacity, but more targeted on the financial end. Yeah. Whereas my wife is more targeted on, on the, the healthcare education. I mean, the education, education end. Yeah. Um, but we end up coming to the same point, that yeah. delta point, and and people are in different places on that point in their life. And our goal really is to help them to the best of our ability. We don't have to agree with someone in their entire circumstance or how they manage finances or do things in order to support them. My wife said just loving people, supporting them, but really helping them yeah, and encouraging them. them. Um, we all have tools and and, and uh, resources at our disposal. Some of us realize it, some of us don't. Mm -hmm. But our goal is to be able to help people um, where they're at at that moment. Yeah. Regardless of the challenges, we don't look at, well, I think you should do it this way. No, it's not about us. When we're helping someone, we're really focused on what's the need. Yeah. And when you think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs, there's the basic needs, the shelter, the, the safety, food. the food, mm -hmm. you know, having those securities first. And then as you build up and having more comfort and security um, and the love, um, then you can start looking at more of the luxuries and, and more options and exploring those things. But we want to make sure people are wealthy, healthy, and whole, living well. Third yeah. John 2 says, Beloved, I would above all that you would prosper and be in yeah. health even yeah, as your soul so prospers. So we want people to be well internally. Mm -hmm. So that way things can get better and be more whole externally. Mm -hmm. And that happens over a process for most people. A lot of things you might hear overnight, this and that, that doesn't happen for most people. And there's those who've made a lot of money and then they've crashed and burned having to start over. So life, the reality of life is we need to live and be in the moment. It doesn't mean you burn everything you bring in but what it means is to really take an assessment of just, hey, where am I at right now? Being appreciative of where you're at right now with your family, what you do have, and then how. Mm -hmm. And then the more you can be centered on the compass of where you're at at the moment, it'll help you have direction of where you're going in the future. Yeah. And gratitude. Yes. Gratitude is really important to us. That's what it is. And um, really knowing when, when enough is enough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and and what true wealth looks like mm -hmm. and what is abundance and questioning mm -hmm. the status quo on those all of those things you know yes definitely questioning the status quo i've i've done that over the years and yeah. done it a lot i had one person in business uh, tell me i was stubborn um, but there was a good reason we won't get into that that we um <laughs> yes we but i yes it can be good, can be good. <laughs> and um but i don't like to always color inside the lines um, what i love to do is color outside the lines because when you color outside the lines you create something new that's where innovation comes from mm. that's where new enterprises come from all these startup companies cryptocurrency all these different things that people do create in services and products it comes from someone being willing to embrace their gift and their abilities mm -hmm. and color outside the lines. Mm -hmm. There's a place for coloring inside the lines when you're dealing with mathematics and, and physiological structures and things that you have to do that are the universal Logical. principles of math and yes, logic. Uh, we get that. But even in that, once you have that down, you still can get really creative and be like Elon Musk. How can we do more? How can we go faster? How can we be more efficient? How can we create a Starlink? How can we condense the size of satellites and stop wasting so much material and resources? How can we reduce the payload of the, the fuel that is in there? So same thing with life. 
where our goal with these podcasts is to help people be more efficient financially and creative mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to think outside of you know don't be afraid yeah don't be afraid to be creative and resourceful and resilient because mm. those those qualities have really just opened up opportunities and, and new ways of being and doing for us mm. And John is extremely creative and he is definitely an entrepreneur. And, you know, we balance each other out. We balance each other. He's the visionary and I am the details, you know, small step by step. Yes. (laughs) I'm the administrator of those visions and, and we work together really well. Yeah. And I try to collapse those and, uh, um, collapse the time it takes to get some of those things done. But my wife has really helped me over time. By the grace of God, I just learned to say, okay, let me work on this and keep working on it and keep working on it and keep working on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Case in point, a project she's been helping me with, uh, regardless of what others have said around us, she has been consistent because she's the one that knows the late nights I've had to early mornings or not even going to sleep, then having to get up with little or no sleep, take Mm -hmm. the family somewhere, go here go work another 10 to 12 hours because we're asked to keep working and then still working on the business on the side. Mm. She's the one who's seen those hundreds and thousands of hours like nobody else can. Nobody else can talk to like she can. She's the one that's seen the frustration and the tears and just the the depressive moments and the, the points where I felt like I'm at a roadblock, even though I just poured out a ton of stuff. She's seen where literally physically, I just kind of shut down and couldn't even move because my body was like, I'm fatigued. Yeah. Literally. She's seen that where I literally couldn't get up for 24 hours because it was just, I was fatigued and exhausted mm-hmm. where I've had to have the kids help. And, you know, because I'm willing to give all I have. Yeah. And it's, and we've heard one time about a beautiful mess and it's like, life can be like that when you're building something worth building. Yeah. When you're building something with integrity, and your your character is continuing to be refined and developed yeah. in the process, it's not comfortable. No. Uh, I've said this and I'll always say this is everybody wants the diamonds and the gemstones and the precious metals and mm-hmm. you know all these different things that have beautiful, great value that are God created. But how many of us want to dig through the dirt to mm-hmm. get it? Yeah. You got people who who have great skills and abilities who will steal things. And I'm like, there's some of the most intelligent people around. And I'm like, it's amazing, but it takes work when you have to dig through the dirt. Yeah. It takes dirt and work when you feel like you're dirty and people are looking at you and they're pointing out the dirt all over you. Mm. You know, it, it takes a persistent faith yeah. when you feel like I'm about empty at the, the bottom of the barrel of my faith and my energy level and my skills and knowledge and know what else to do because it seems like doors are closing or things fell apart or things just didn't happen and people just stopped responding to you. No answer why, or people react to you in certain ways and you don't have clarity. You have to keep going because Mm -hmm. your problem is not their problem and their problem is not your problem. You know, and our greatest testimony in all of this is love. Yeah. Because there's a scripture, one of our favorite ones, you'll hear us share it, mm-hmm. Song of Solomon 8. Mm-hmm. 
Many waters cannot quench love, mm -hmm. neither can the fudge drown it. Yeah. If a man were to give all oh, his house for love, it would be utterly despised. Yeah. And so at the center, at the core, at the foundation of everything we're about, it's love. Mm -hmm. Love for one another, love for our God, love for our children, and love for others. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true. In case in point, I got all these gray hairs over the last three, four years for my wife, so she doesn't have to have all these gray hairs. So <laughs> she can maintain her beautiful essence inside and out. So, <laughs> but uh, but no, I'm willing to, to carry those burdens and deal with things in a way. And she's been supportive. Like there's times where she didn't have to work and it was a blessing. It wasn't easy. Mm -hmm. I'm even like homeschooling our kids, our four kids. It's not easy, especially with their strong personality. We want them to be independent, but sometimes they kind of, um, they don't fully understand yet. They just want to be independent from us, but yeah, they want to run things in the house. So, <laughs> but I just thank God for my wife's support. You know, Yahweh, he, he has been amazing and mm -hmm. his love to me through her. Mm -hmm. And uh, we have a responsibility. Really what it is that drives us is our spiritual mandate that we've been endowed with to yeah. keep going and do what we do for yes. our children yeah. and for our broader community. And don't, don't think that when you do something, you feel like you're not seen or you feel like, okay, you've gotten the breadcrumbs, keep going anyway, because there's so much more just around the corner. There's just so much more just ahead. Hmm. There's so much more for your posterity. There's so much more in a living legacy. Yeah. There's so much more that is ahead in your vision that things will come to pass. And sometimes things are coming to pass more than we realize, mm -hmm. but because we've been through so much and it's, we're so close it. to it, yeah, we don't fully see it. We don't fully smell the essence of it. That's why we always encourage too. when you can take some time away for yourself, Yeah. you know, for husbands and wives, mom and dads, take some time to get away. Yeah. Even if it's a mini retreat, we've done it sometimes with the kids in the car when they were in diapers, going to sleep, driving around and they're crying. So we had to go driving around and then go get us something maybe from a Wendy's because that's all we had. It wasn't the best meal we wanted, but if that's what we had. We went and got us a little salad and a couple burgers and fries, mm -hmm. but we we did something um, to enjoy the moment and just to take a break because we didn't know what else to do. Yeah, and we, you know, I feel like just all is lost and just like I don't understand. I, I did all this. I did all this research. Why isn't this working faster? Why isn't this working more? And we can look eighteen years later and see, not one thing has been wasted. Amen. Every seed we've sown. There is a harvest that has already happened and a harvest that is happening. And she's looking at me like I'm expecting that harvest <laughs> on the multiple levels. So Yeah, there's a harvest <laughs> right now. And we are sojourners. We don't come as experts. We come in the spirit of humility as sojourners, as ones who have gone through and are going through ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we're sharing our bread with yeah. the hungry. We're sharing our food with those who would so graciously listen to what we have to share Amen. and liberators too yes because freedom there is freedom and always remember there's so much more inside of you than there is around you and the world is waiting for you to share it with them because there's always someone around you who needs what you have yeah there's others who literally won't keep going and continue on this life if you stop mm. you may never know it but there's those watching you Yeah. by you just getting up one day when you feel depressed and down and just smiling at someone. It could be someone who's in their eighties. It doesn't matter. It could be someone 
who is 20 years old, but that smile can change everything when they've been mm. praying and seeking, didn't know who to turn to, didn't know where to go, didn't know how to pray or anything. But that smile, something about your presence did something to change their life yes. forever in the right direction. Mm. So never give up on yourself never give up. and never give up on those close to you, near and far, because everybody deserves hope. Everybody deserves a chance to live their fullest life. Until next time. Unwind. Thank you and God God bless bless you. you.